0: AM, and the AM on a Thursday morning, 30th day of March, day number uh, nine, excuse me, day number eight in the month of uh, Nissan, the year 5783. All right, we're trying to set up our panel uh, so that we can um, present our Pesach products program. We had a little bit of a glitch, and we're going to see if we can get that glitch to be um, to be rectified, and if it is rectified, then uh, everybody who's supposed to be a panelist will actually be together virtually, and we'll be able to start asking the questions regarding Pesach five seven eight three. Simple as that. That's our intention, and hopefully, it'll work out. Um, meanwhile, I remind you that our good friends at A and H have amazing, and incredible, delicious products. 99% of which are Kosher for Pesach. What do you do? You go to kosherdogs.net. You can check out the entire list. Plus, of course, go to any display or any uh, supermarket in our neighborhoods, and you'll find an incredible a A&H display in the provisions slash meat section. And um, you'll have great items for both meals and snacks to serve to your family during the holiday of Pesach. You know, we like to say try a A&H today. You'll be glad you did. We are waiting for our panel to um, to join us here at JM and the AM. And once once the panel does join us, we will uh, start our Pesach products program here at the Nachum Siegel Network. I do call your attention to the OU booklet. This is the one that um, is, I assume, the largest of all the OU publications every single year certainly the one with uh, the most valuable information. They call it Passover, the OU Guide to Passover. A lot of interesting articles, but most importantly, a lot of important information about the upcoming holiday. We're talking about times to eat and burn the hummets. We're talking about, um, as we said earlier, how to check your vegetables for bugs. We're talking about what to do with your pets during Pesach to make sure they don't go hungry. We're talking about the different shiurim, the different measurements and sizes and guidelines that one needs for the Seder. I mean, we're talking about a whole bunch of important information. Plus, of course, the most important is all the industrial and consumer products that have a hechsher that are allowed to be used on Pesach. So as soon as our panel is uh, together... We will um, we will present our Pesach products program. Um, I'm just trying to see here, Avrami. I don't see I don't see the waiting room. Why is that? I do not see the waiting room here anywhere. Ah, I see it now. Okay, hang on. I see it now. Um, we are still waiting for uh, Rabbi Schoenfeld, and we are waiting for uh, the Birnbaums. Uh, Rami, if uh, if people if they use the same uh, if they use the same um, code, is that uh, sufficient? Because I'm encouraging them to try one more time. Um, so that's the story, and the OU, of course, has a hotline. And we will emphasize uh, later on, Hagen, hey, touch with the OU in order to ask the different questions. All right, it looks like we're getting this together, believe it or not. And we'll have our PaySock products program coming up. All right, two things you need to know in terms of methods to reach us. One is the email address, com. Again, com. That one is the email address. Try to use Pesach question in the subject line. Makes life a lot easier for us. Again, Pesach question in the subject line will make life a lot easier for us. Uh, you can also utilize the app. We already have people on the app who have been asking questions, and we'll get to some of those coming up. Uh, but feel free to use the app and to join us in that way. Um just go to the NSN, Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone. Just go to the Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone. And, um, and you'll be all set. Um... All right, we'll, we're, we're trying to get our panel together. I'm told Rabbi Gersten is already with us. Rabbi Gersten, are you there? Did I have to? Un- yes, I am. Oh, there he is. Rabbi, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. One year later, here we are. Uh, <laughs> in addition, I am told that there's a special guest who's with us uh, this year who has not made an appearance on the Pesach show for quite a while but I am told that he is with us this year. Rabbi, are you there?
1: I'm sorry, the other phone is, is I, I called in on a phone also, because uh, just in case the, uh, the Zoom link doesn't work. Well once, oh, you're on two
0: phones. I'm on two phones, yeah. Oh, so it's not yeah. the surprise Rabbi that I thought it was. Those of you who remember the Pesach products program in its infancy, those of you who remember it from years and years ago, there are two people whose names are synonymous with the Air of Pesach, Pesach products program from years ago. And that would be uh, me and Rabbi Mordechai Grunberg. And I was told that Rabbi Grunberg might uh, make an effort to join us in this session. Who knows? He might, uh, he might actually join us at some point during the show. Um, all right. I need, I need a recommendation of uh, Rami. Do you have a recommendation for me? We're going to have to figure out a way to get everybody on the panel. Avrami, apparently people who are trying to get in have been told or are being told the meeting hasn't started yet, so maybe we could work on that. Meanwhile, I'm going to start with Rabbi Gersten on a variety of issues. Rabbi, uh, one of the people that um, used our app this morning to ask a question, um, one of the people that used the app this morning to ask a question, said the following, and I found this to be quite interesting in light of how we normally approach some of the uh, common sense topics regarding Pesach. They said that uh, they wanted to know if Kirkland water can be used on Pesach. They said, what is the Pesach status of Kirkland water? I've heard conflicting answers. Now, Rabbi Gersten, if someone has heard conflicting answers, that means that some people have informed them that it's okay to use for Pesach, and others have informed them that obviously it's not okay to use for Pesach. So I ask you, what would you say in terms of regular clear bottled water and the big holiday?
1: Okay, so if it's just regular plain water, it is unquestionably not a problem. The issue is, that uh, shouldn't the issue, but the question, I guess the confusion um, arises by the Kirkland um, water that has minerals added. Okay, one of the minerals that they add is something called calcium citrate. And a citrate is a, a type of a, a citric acid uh, derivative, and they dissolve it in the water. It's a very, very tiny amount. In fact, most people don't even taste. You can't taste the citric in the water; it just tastes like water with minerals. So it, it, you know, it has a. Some people like that taste better, and there, the the citric acid uh, is something that is a in general. It's a pesach sensitive ingredient. And we, the OU, whenever we certify a product that has in its citric acid, we have, of course, if it's for Pesach, it has to be a kosher of Pesach citric acid. Um, the, the Kirkland does not have their water certified for Pesach. They have it bottled at multiple, multiple places all over the country. It is impossible for the OU to look into all the different sources for the calcium citrate. And therefore, um... We do say that it is fine to use as long as it is bought before Pesach. The reason being, it already be bottled. It's it's parts per you know million yeah. or something. I don't know exactly the, the you know the, the exact formula, but it's such a tiny amount that they add that if you buy it before Pesach, the the, the you know to quote um, Rabbi Schoenfeld, out of the overabundance of caution, <laughs> right. you know,
0: <laughs> or as Rabbi phone would say to us, that's, that's it's Pesach after all. I mean, come on. It's Pesach after all. No. That's right.
1: So that's the
0: issue. The issue is that there
1: is an ingredient added. It is such a minute, tiny amount. It is almost definitely not hummets. Most citric acid is not chametz. But you cannot take responsibility to say as a as a fact that it is fine. And that's why we recommend buying it before Pesach. The issue is if you buy it on Pesach, um, the water can actually be bottled and sent to the store very, very quickly. It's a very quick turnover with water. Uh, You notice they'll come with whole cases of it at once. You know, a forklift will bring it right into the store type of a situation. It could come in. It could be bottled on Pesach and sold on Pesach. Right. So. That so
0: again, is the, that is the question. Extra caution, and with that in mind, we welcome Rabbi Schoenfeld to the show. And I apologize, Rabbi Schoenfeld. Maybe because I'm in Jerusalem and we're so many thousands of miles away from each other, maybe that caused the glitch this morning. And we're still waiting for the bombs to join us. Rabbi Schoenfeld, I literally just quoted you to Rabbi Gersten. I gave him the the famous, the well known Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld line of. It's Pesach after all. I mean, come on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you look like you're in a house. Is that your place, all these sfarim behind there?
0: This is my base medrash. This is what I call my base medrash when I'm in Jerusalem. And okay, it's, it's not just an image, Rabbi. It's a collection of all my great sfarim. Oh, and, I, and I... <laughs> <laughs> but let's put it this way. It's a collection of someone's farm, okay? How's that? And okay. we started off with Rabbi Gerstin. Of course, we were you could imagine. Who's
2: that? Who's, that? Who's that behind you? Just
0: give me a thumbs up. Someone behind me just gave you a thumbs up? Yep. Holy cow. I wonder who that was. I would assume it was Rabbi Yigal Siegel, who Thank really you. does have a farm collection in Jerusalem. Uh, anyway, we started, and I, I hope the Birnbaum's join us because they're always so valuable to us regarding medication. Well, they may
2: have the same problem I had. A lot of I, problems. I was ready to go. Exactly.
0: Exactly, and by the way, there's a rumor about Grimberg's supposed to join us as well, so I'm telling you, we're trying to... We're, yeah. trying to, we're trying to get all... Of, he just landed from China. He's back in Israel. Uh, we're trying to get all of this straightened out, but we're having trouble doing so. What can I tell you? You know, this is what happens over Schoenfeld, when it's a really wonderful Simcha time, and you know what's going on. You know we're making a wedding in Israel this coming Sunday. You know we're having Shevar Bracha Samir Toshem at the Seder. You know that we're going to be in Israel for Pesach. You knew, you knew with everything that was going smoothly over these couple of weeks, you knew something had to glitch out. And sure yeah, enough, right. it was this morning's attempt to uh, get everybody together.
2: Welcome. Uh, th- you're a your Sheva Brothers thing. You know, I have a mission to Brewer's here every day, which starts at nine. I'm going to have to get off by nine on this program, but could you right. share with us what you're doing about Sheva brachas, coinciding with the uh My father had that child about th- 35, 40 years ago. Well,
0: I, re- I can remind you that my sister also got married Sunday night on the 11th of Nissan, and uh, we had the Seder, but... Uh, she helped us out because she went to her uh, in-laws for the seder, so we didn't have to worry about it. But here we are. Here we are, about forty years later, and we're going through the same thing in our family. And what we are doing is there's a tshuva, there's a tshuva. And what's the issue? The issue is, I'm so glad you asked, Rabbi. The issue is that you're not supposed to add a kosher bracha to the seder. Uh, and of course, yeah. and, since there are two kosos for shemir brachas, you're ob- obviously adding a kos, one kos. To the, uh, to the night, uh, there is an eight-page tshuva from Ramosha Feinstein in which he quotes his son, Rav David Feinstein, of Blessed Memory, twice that tells you how to procedurally go ahead if you have a minion at the Seder and make shavar brachas. Now, that's all I could tell you because I've assigned somebody to read the tshuva <laughs> so, that, so that they'll be able to tell us what to do. But I do know that there is a Shiloh and I do know that there's an answer. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's true. My father went through it. He At that time, he consulted on a Soloveitchik. And every year he spoke about it, and I still don't remember what he said.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's a way to designate the second coast as something else or belonging to someone else at the table. I don't remember exactly, but I can tell you one thing. My mechutin is going to know exactly what to do on Wednesday night. That's for sure. Bezrat Hashem. All right, we have two methods for people to get in touch with us with Pesach questions. And again, hopefully our full panel will join us very soon. Uh, we're really waiting for the burn bounds because, oh, those medications, those medications, they can be, they can be tedious, rabbis. Oh, it can be tedious is trying to answer every one of those questions about which medications are allowed. Um, so in, I, I remind everybody there's two methods, either Nahum and Again, Nahum and Try to put Pesach question in the subject line. And you can utilize our app. Feel free to utilize the app. Go to the NSN, NahumSiegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and ask your question. So this listener asks the following. Listen carefully. For Pesach products, what ant acid Mouth-dissolving tablet, not a liquid, not a powder, not a caplet, not a capsule. A tablet is okay for Pesach and preferably available over-the-counter in a local drugstore. Uh, Also, what's the status with Tums this year? So what can you tell us about an antacid that dissolves, a tablet that dissolves in one's mouth? Are those available, kosher are are, are ones that we could use as Pesach available readily in pharmacies around this country? And what's the status of Tums? Rabbis, what can you tell us?
2: Well, I, I can just, uh, maybe Rabbi Gersten wants, wants to add to this, but I, I can tell you that uh, uh, all of the pe- Pepto-Bismol line <clears throat> is kosher. <clears throat> that should include the uh, the tablet as well. Um, Tums. Every year we go through this, and uh, Tums, uh, except for the chewable form, unless things have changed, but Tums, except for the chewable form, uh, are are all acceptable as well. So, um, uh, sh- and sugar free has has kidneys, I should add to that, but otherwise, um, I'll yeah, I to- would
1: just add that I believe AdWe makes a uh, a Tums equivalent, and that's Coach La uh-huh.
0: and that would be a, and that would be a tablet.
1: I think so. I, I'm I'm not familiar with the product, but I believe it's like a like a Tums type of you know equivalent. But yes, yeah, um, you know the you could also get the Tums, um, but they are they are kiddos, But um, you know someone who needs it for. So then, well, the final
2: most likely the kidneys is is bottled from before Pesach, Most likely. So uh, it's, it, it's probably not a, not a problem. Well, that
0: would indicate, as the listener suggests in their question, that would indicate you have to buy it before Pesach. Yeah,
2: yeah. 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 Adwi, uh, as Rabbi Kristen is mentioned, probably has how uh, probably no problem have ingredients, but the Tums is probably is advisable to buy before Pesach. And Pepto-Bismol, I don't think it has any problem. All right. Uh,
0: Just trying to deal with this other situation that we're in right now. Give me one second um <laughs> see rabbi <laughs> rabbi schoenfeld you'll you'll find this uh, to be humorous somewhat uh rabbi uh, grunberg claims to be to be in the waiting room for the last half hour but i don't see him here in the waiting room which means he's probably in the waiting room of some other pesach products program how do you like well, that true. or maybe
2: he's in the waiting room of El Al. you know you, i gotta, <laughs> gotta get this <laughs> Rabbi grunberg i told me better show up today but how do you know Rabbi Grunberg is Rabbi Grunberg?
0: I didn't realize that you had ge- been given advance notice that he might be joining us. This question is a uh, Pesach question about the status of um, the status of where am I here? One second. Um, Purell. Now, I, is there even an issue with with something like Purell, which has now you know co- gotten into our. Uh, into our community and into our, into our country to such a large degree. I would assume this, that, it, that there's nothing wrong with it, but I also thought there was nothing wrong with the water. What can you tell us about Purell?
2: Purell is all listed as okay, as far as Chomets. You have to be aware, you know, this, the Purell issue surfaced during COVID as a Shabbos Shiloh, and then as a Yontif Shiloh, as far as Molochah. In other words, is it, is it um, the Mareach? Uh, because right. you're smearing this, uh, you, and you're 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 rendering this um, more thick liquid into a very fine liquid. Uh, so there are, if I don't want to misquote him, but I believe it's the name of Rabbi Shmuel Kamenetsky who said it's problematic. But I think uh, other poskim and uh, do not do not follow that personally. I did use purel throughout the pandemic, so but but it's not a pesach shiloh. If anything, it's a malacha shiloh for Shabbos and Yantam. But you have to follow your your
0: rabbi for that. Okay, and in general, topical, because this is another question from the same listener, uh, topical material that one uses or topical solutions that one uses uh, to apply to uh, you know to one's body, to one's skin, all of that should be fine, correct, or do you not want to do Yeah,
2: but then again, you have to be concerned about this memoreach of, of, of uh, you know liquefying something that's more solid. So you have to dab it. Let's say you want to use an ointment, dab it or dur- during the yuntif part of
0: Pesach. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm talking more about the regular part of Pesach as opposed to yuntif, but I hear that. Yeah. For, yeah all those what is the status of frozen strawberries with an OU? Uh, Rabbi Gerstein, we'll let the Rabbi Gerstein take the. Topic. We'll put him on the hot seat. Go ahead, Rabbi.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not a it's not a chametz question. There's no chametz in the in the strawberries, um, you know. So it's the same year, as year round. So whatever uh, level of you know frozen strawberries a person buys year round, uh, you know, it's the same for for Pesach. You know, some people only want to buy the, you know, the Mahadrian brands that are grown in you know greenhouses or something because they're very careful about you know about issues of of bugs in their in their strawberries. Uh, other people are uh, you know uh, accept the fact that uh, the you know the 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 thorough washings that are done and the you know it's, even though it's a regular strawberry, it goes through a whole uh, series of you know, um mechanized washing and right. then it gets frozen at the end. It's not the freezing that gets rid of the bugs, it's the washing that does. And the OU certifies many brands of frozen strawberries. And yeah, they're you know it's not a it's not a Pesach issue. I, I need to correct
2: something on myself if you don't yeah. mind. Sure. Pepto Bismol I, I assume that the whole Pepto Bismol line is cautious, including the tablets. I, I can't say that. I only know that the the liquid, the original liquid uh, is Koshla Pesach? I, I can't document that the tablets are as well. So uh, you might be better off with Tums, or, as Rabbi Gersten said, with Adwi A
0: um, couple of really good questions from this listener. I don't know if I should put you on the spots, Rabbi, but on the spot, but why not? Uh, why do some stores charge three ninety nine dollars for five pounds of machine-made matzah and others $21.99? in the United States. What could you say about the discrepancy of matzah prices, Rabbi Gersten and Rabbi Schoenfeld?
2: It's, uh, well, it's it's a, it's an awful thing. I don't know. Every year we, we find price gouging, and and every year one politician gets up and picks on the car washers, the non-Jewish car washers take advantage <laughs> of us. But that, that's the soft target. But what about all the stores? Is it, the, is it the distributor, the manufacturer, the stocker? Each one blames the other. But the, it's inexcusable. Very, very inexcusable. And I want to mention another thing. I was on the phone with a certain consumer from Queens last night. Yeah. He's very particular about the tear weight. In other words, when you go in, you go into a store, you order a pound of coleslaw, they're supposed to deduct by law and by halacha a certain amount for the container itself. There's a formula to it. And he went into one store, it happens to be baked goods, and they, said, uh, they said, uh, can you, he said, "Can you take off the tail?" So she says, "What's the difference? It's just twenty cents at the most." He says, first of all, it's twenty cents, so you take the you 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 take off the twenty cents." And second of all, he said, "It's not." He waited for her. There's a dollar twenty three difference. In other words, if you're paying seven pound seven dollars a pound for coleslaw, you're paying seven dollars a pound for the container, the plastic container that's with it, and that's money. And by law, and by halacha, and by ethics. Uh, that 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 has to be addressed. Wow. I needed to get that out. Uh, so you have a right to say, please take into account the the tear weight. As far as price discrepancies, there is no excuse. Somebody there is making money that they shouldn't be. Wow. but Mario Cuomo tried getting down to the bottom of it every year. So they all say it's the Mario
0: Cuomo. That must have been decades ago, Rabbi Shmuel. Yes, and it was. Mario Cuomo. Woo, yeah. That's a long time, know. Rabbi Gerson. It's have you ever great. even heard of Mario Cuomo? <laughs> Isn't it a the name of a bridge or something? There you go. All right. But Bob Grant, you love Mario Cuomo. <laughs> yeah. How many people here have heard of Bob Grant? <laughs> Rabbi Schoenfeld is is as hot as a pistol so far this morning, everybody. Amazing. This listener has a um another question. Is there a source of information for kosher Pesach non-kitneyode products? For shopping in Israel. Now, obviously, this is one that concerns me, especially when I got a panic phone call that there are no snacks for Pesach in Israel that aren't kidney What could you tell us about this, Rabbi Schoenfeld? Have you ever, has the OU ever made an effort uh, to to, to, um, uh, release a comprehensive list like the one they've had in the United States?
2: I'm not, I'm not aware of it. Maybe Rabbi Gersten is. Maybe I, I, there's a phone number up there six four six. Could that be Rabbi Grunberg? Let's no. see. No, it's a, we already no, it, determine, determined. We already determined Rabbi Gersten on. is
0: dominating every method and avenue to be on this Zoom meeting. Oh, wow. So oh, okay. So. <laughs>
2: so, maybe, maybe Rabbi Gersten would know about this. The kitneos. Rabbi
0: Gersten, any any word about what's going on in Israel? Because you know, for those consumers, I'm sorry, I
1: really don't know. I you know. It's a great question. I, I think I've heard it discussed even in the OU. You um, know, we put out our Passover guide every year, which is, of course, all Amer- you know, it's based in America. What what's available? Um, and I, I think I've heard discussions about trying to put together something for Israel. But I, as far as I know, nothing is. They don't. They don't have such a list.
0: All right, there you go. Let's see what else we have here in our email questions. Um, those of you who want to send one in, feel free. Nahum and Naachemseagull Target salmon with an OU. Can I use it on Pesach?
1: Uh, Rabbi Gerson, you want to take that. I um, mean, the OU has a list of different salmon or fish that are acceptable for Pesach uh, with just a plain OU. Um, you know, I, Target is not on that list. Um, one of the, the, the common ones that are, you know, one of the popular ones I should say that that are on the list is the Kirkland brand, uh, the Costco, you know, salmon, uh, but there's a, there's a, a, about seven or eight different uh, salmons that the OU has looked into, and um, you know, there's a Wegmans uh, Atlantic salmon, there's a, wellesley farms, you know, there's a whole bunch in the in the OU guide of that just need a plain OU and they're acceptable for Pesach. You know, the, the truth is if it's just a plain, you know, frozen, uh, you know, um, not spiced, not, not seasoned, not smoked, just, you know, raw frozen salmon, the, the really, there's not much of an issue. Um, the, the reason the OU does look into it though, is because they have found that uh, there could be uh, what's called a glaze that's placed on the fish when before freezing. And um, it's not, it, it, it could be a kidney Shiloh with that. And it stays as a layer of, you know, frozen glaze on the, on the fish. Um, it, it's not—it's not clear that everyone does this, but if they do, um, it would really be sufficient to rinse it off, uh, especially before Pesach. So, you know, if a person were to buy other salmon or finds themselves in the freezer with a frozen package of salmon and they don't want to throw it out, you know, they want to use it on Pesach, um, there is a possibility of you know scrubbing it and and then putting it aside and using it. Um, or cooking it up right then i guess i don't know if a person should you know defrost and then refreeze their fish it's probably not a good idea but if they want to cook it right then before pesach um but i would really recommend following one of the one of the ones that are listed by the ou it's on page 72 of the guide and they have about six or seven different you know
0: supermarket available uh salmons amazing amazing i'm told that larry and ronnie bernbaum are in fact with us guys yeah. are you there Yes, I am. Uh, yes, I am. Thank
3: Avrumi. Resent the link uh, and resent
0: the link. Avrumi, on. <laughs> saves our life every single day. What can I tell you, Larry? Amazing. It's so great to have you. Things doing well on at J Drugs on Avenue J in Brooklyn.
3: Baruch Hashem, things are happening. Uh, busy. Um, the the avenue is going crazy. Um, <laughs> people preparing, buying. You know, it, it's Baruch Hashem. Uh, very, very. Looks like a beautiful Pesach this year.
0: Um, i've run me one last message. I just resent a uh, a link to Rabbi Grumberg if you could ask him to check his email that'd be wonderful his <laughs> o u email. We're speaking with our, almost our full panel, yet another, well, actually, it is our full panel. Uh, we're just waiting for Rabbi Grunberg to add to the panel. Uh, as uh, you're listening to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the we web, and AlchemSegal.com, and the AlchemSegal network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Larry, I, um, I asked this question earlier in the show, before the panel even started, and I was curious. It always seems when people call up And they tell you the name of a medication. I I think over 90% of the time you're able to say thank God that there's no chametz in it. And I say thank God, this way they'll be able to take it over Pesach. When it comes to real medicine, forget the herbs and some of the other things we talk about where people have to be concerned about kitniot and make a decision with their doctor if they should take it over Pesach. But when it comes to real medication, am I right that somewhere between 90 and 100% likely does that have chametz in it or is that a wrong assumption?
3: No, that's a, that's a correct assumption. And uh, again, I'm sure the rabbis would concur if it's some life-saving medication. Sure. Um, and the, usually kidney is really uh, not a factor. And um, I'm sure the rabbis would concur that they should absolutely definitely take it. nefesh. And it should be done.
0: Yeah, I just, I I don't know. I like to reassure people. Rabbi Schoenfeld, I don't know if you agree with me. I like to reassure people, especially when we're talking to the masses, that the likelihood is you're not eating Khametz Gomer. Again, I'm not saying they shouldn't check and ask. Obviously, they should. But they should at least have that peace of mind once Purim ends and Pesach's approaching that what they have to take is likely going to be okay. Do you know what I mean?
2: Okay, but are you talking about prescription drugs? Yeah, right
0: prescription now? drugs, prescription but drugs. You have yes.
2: some over the counter, like you know, right, stuff that can come with wafers, such but are the are the prescription drugs. Uh, first of all, if you're getting a drug prescribed already, the odds are greatly that it's it relates to your uh, because and FH, right, you of know, course, people. of and course. And secondly, um, uh, um, yeah, I, I'm not a chemist. I'm not a uh, you know, I'm not a pharmacist like Larry is, but I I. Don't see what the chometz issue right. could be, especially since it's in a pill. It's totally non-edible.
0: Correct, and I just think it's important to reassure people that the likelihood is going into it. Have to be concerned. Obviously, we are suggesting that everyone ask and you know get Larry or whoever is going to reassure you that there's no chometz and something to in fact you know to, to in fact uh, you know uh, uh, to uh, give you that um, uh, that that um, definitive answer. But I just feel it's important to make a general statement like that, especially when speaking to the masses. Speaking of medicine, listener Sarah asks, is Sulandak okay for Pesach? Larry?
3: Sulandak would be okay
0: for Pesach,
3: like we just were uh, saying. I, uh, I just want everyone out there to realize that there's a very big supply chain issue with medication Um, just in general with all medications, for instance, your Tylenols, your Motrin's, I'm sure people are noticing that it's hard to get. Um, Over the past couple of years, there's been a very big um, switch over of the manufacturing of all the chemicals that go into making pills and making medication. And a lot of it's coming from China. Um, I'd say 90% of the ingredients um, inert ingredients and things that they use to make tablets is coming out of China. Um, we used to be making uh, products in Puerto Rico and in the United States and they've stopped making the medication over there and they've moved over to the cheaper sources in China and unfortunately due to COVID um, the Chinese um, manufacturing facilities have closed, went out, um, are having their own issues and so <laughs> uh, like uh, I can't tell you every other day we're getting recalls on medication that came from China, ingredients that China supplied to India to make the medication. It was cancer causing, so they're recalling it off the shelves. Um normal products that you, you know, had no problem getting for, you know, 20 years, all of a sudden you're scrambling to find it. And it's it's become a real issue. Um, I don't know about you know the cashier of it and you know how we could trace it to see, you know, it's comet stick, not comet stick. Um, but it has become a real issue, well, you know, with the, yeah. the fact,
0: Well, Larry, I will tell you that God is the ultimate producer because this is the year that he made sure that the man that we have in China, and that the OU has in China, is joining us. I'm not kidding. It really, God is the ultimate producer because right, Mordechai Grunberg, who landed in Israel from China a couple hours ago, is on This call, Rabbi Grunberg, number one, welcome. Number two, thank you for founding this Pesach Products program with me years and years ago. And number three, a reaction to Larry's comments, please.
4: Well, I didn't catch the whole reaction, the whole comment, but uh, I did hear that most of the APIs uh, still come from China today. It's true, a lot of the Chinese um, small businesses uh, that make the... uh, uh, components for the APIs or um, the pharmaceuticals, as we call it. As a matter of fact, last week I was at a big uh, CPHI show, which is pharmaceuticals, because the OU certifies a lot of the components and chemicals that go into uh, pharmaceuticals. And it's, it is true that uh, everything, you know, goes back to China uh, some, some, f- in some form or fashion, you can't live without some component of any item in any industry coming from China.
0: Unbelievable! So hopefully,
4: the- Ch- China in the midst of com- of making a you know reverse turn now. Uh, you know, I, I was in China for the whole last month, starting with China's Esther.
0: First time since and, COVID, uh, or you were there before since COVID? Well, I was in
4: Taiwan a few weeks before, and I was going to go straight to China from Taiwan, but that's when China just Reversed their uh, COVID their, uh, protocol, and and they wanted to wait for the whole China to, you know, for the for the COVID to run its course. Right. So I was advised not to go till about a month ago when China opened up, and. Uh, I was able to, you know, cover about thirty plants
0: day so after you, day. So day you in, are, you are our expert on supply chain issues, which is a serious issue, obviously, as Larry just uh, outlined for us. Uh, yes, you need medica- yes. people need medications. You want to make sure there's no shortage of medications, and it is a serious. Uh, right. issue. Um, uh, Robert Grunberg, since you are with me, the founder of the Pesach Products program, a comment about the Schoenfeld Gersten team. Anything you'd like to say to the audience about those uh, in whose hands you left the audience?
4: Yeah, I want to I want to thank uh, Rebelli Gersten publicly for sending me a chuva just about every single week. The minute I ask him for a chuva, he sends it to me. Wow, like clockwork. It's unbelievable. Thank you, Rebelli. I want to, you are uh, very welcome,
0: of course. of course. And of I course— I want you
4: to know your truth is, Rebelli, go on the MDY site. I don't know if you know Merkaz Darfiomi, Stefanski's site. Every week he has a publication, and it's reprinted in there, and that goes out to about 13,000 emails.
0: And, of course, your successor in this forum, Rabbi Schoenfeld, I know you proudly recommended him decades and decades ago, and look how he's continuing to fly the flag of Pesach products for you, Rabbi Grunberg.
4: Well, he knows it was only a temporary stint.
2: (laughs) Uh, It's like uh, Ron Swoboda stepping in for a big group, you know? (laughs)
0: <laughs> you say su- I, su- I assume you're suggesting that Ruth was the better player. All right, f- please, folks. If you have an email, nachum@nachumsiegel.com. If you want to go to the app, go to our app and make a comment with by asking a question. Um, Nachum, listener Isabel wants to know, and you want to know something about Schoenfeld. This is actually a really, really good question because there are people in our audience who are not familiar with it. What does non gebruchs mean? Uh, then she continues, when I shopped for Pesach, I saw rice cakes for Pesach. That surprised me. I didn't know it's allowed. Could you explain it to me? Mazal tov in the new studios. And, of course, a happy and healthy Pesach to all right. Schoenfeld, a good opportunity to review Gebroch's and to review kitniot.
2: Okay, Gebroch's is, uh, is a chumar that developed primarily in the Polish and Hungarian Hasidic world uh, just under 200 years ago even though we know clearly that matzah shruya is, is mentioned uh, in, uh, in halacha, matzah soaked in liquid, the problem with the as follows. They were afraid, some of the chassidish were afraid, that even after matzah is well-baked, uh, there could be, let's say, little pockets and bubbles where there's unbaked flour. Then you put that into water or just about any liquid, and it could become chametz immediately. So therefore, the, and the people who follow the non-gebrukht, policy, which is my family, my father was from Geruch Sidim. Uh, we do not brok. Uh th- therefore there's no k'neilach with matzah, matzah anything, uh, you know, no, no matzah bride, no k'neilach with matzah meal, matzah and liquid is out, except for the very last day. Not only that, those most people are even marked on the kalem in other words, I, I, I'm going to my litvisha daughter who married a litvach in Chicago on the second days, they don't keep k'braks. But he, she's got to be careful to keep the, the pots, pans, and and cutlery separate. For me, um, so uh, it's one of the few times a year I can feel firmer than other people. But that <laughs> uh, th- that's where it stems from 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 uh, the concern that there may be pockets of improperly un- baked um, uh, 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 matzah and the little ma- flour dust is there and there's comments. After all, Nachum, it's Pesach. It's Pesach after all, right? my Now, she said something about rice cakes. Yeah, so I
0: I assume that in certain neighborhoods you can buy rice cakes at a kosher of Pesach, but we as Ashkenazim would never eat them.
2: That's correct. And I think uh, they can get quinoa cakes. But uh, Uh maybe Rabbi Gerstin, do you know if the OU is—
0: Rabbi Gerstin, does the OU give a certification for Pesach on anything that is actually kidney oat like a rice cake?
1: Yes, they do. Wow. Yes, we do.
0: Wow. Um, That's revolutionary.
1: OU— um you know. Uh, designation? Designation symbol. And there, you know, there's a whole list of, of products that are, um, it's also listed in the. Uh, page 110. 110. Page 110. Correct? Wow. Um, I'm just trying to look here to see if they do have rice cakes. Yeah, yeah I'm, try- right. I'm
0: trying to look and see what I'm missing on Pesach. Holy cow, I could have hummus if only I was a Sfardi. I could have pretzels if only I was a Sfardi. I could have, uh, I could have uh, veggie chips. Wow, what else do we have here? Yeah, I don't see any rice cakes on this list. By the way, I don't see any rice cakes.
2: There may be other hashkafos that are giving it,
0: but the OU does not. Not oh, a rice I
1: cakes. Yeah, I, I would just add to something that Rabbi Schoenfeld said. Yeah. Um, Nangibroks. It's true that people who, many people are, you know, have that have that minig, uh, but even people who don't have that minig. Um, are, are often very careful about what matzah they eat, and if they see it says non gebrox that means there's no matzah meal in it. Right. There's no mat so then it means it's it's another it's a marketing uh, language. It means it's acceptable, you know, it's it's acceptable for for all all you know, all people. No one has to be careful. You don't have to worry about you know, is it shmura matzah? Right. Is it 18 minute matzah? I only eat this type of matzah.
0: Understood.
2: Therefore, for us, naga brachters, except for um, uh, matzah, we don't. We're not going to use the bar of name is on the entire y- yontif. It's all shahakal. You know, if, if any kind of pastries is automatically shahakol, yeah.
0: there'll be no there'll be no matzah meal in there. Right, exactly. Yeah. Rabbi Shong, well, we get it. We 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 understand that the holiday is much tougher for you than for most others. I get it. Rabbi Grunberg, a comment on how tough Yuttev is Rabbi Schoenfeld, please. (laughs) Is he still with us? (laughs) There he is. No comment. (laughs) Rabbi (laughs) Gerberg says no comment. Listener Jeff says that some of the supermarkets are actually giving away the five-pound matzo boxes or making them very inexpensive as a lost leader. That is a tradition in our communities. We know about that. Regarding lettuce, he asks the following question. Hydroponically grown lettuce is available, usually in greenhouses with no soil, most likely not to have bugs. Do rabbis have any objection to... To that type of grown lettuce,
1: no objection about it. But uh, people should be aware about using it for the mitzvah of murer. Um, So you know, though OU certifies. You know, it often has three or four hashkachas on them. Even they call it also vertically grown. Is right. another term that's right. used uh, to refer to this type of hydroponically grown. Now they grow it in you know these special greenhouses. You know, um, they're they're excellent in terms of bugs. Um, you know, so if a person's looking to buy for their salads, you know, that's, you know, the, the OU, other ashkachas, they, you know, very, they're very uh, prevalent these days. But it is a big question for the mitzvah of Murr, because the, the bracha on this is also a question. Some, many hold the bracha on hydroponically grown vegetables as Shahakal.
0: Wow. And
1: the, the you know, we, we, the, the, the halacha is pretty clear. The Gemara is pretty clear that Murr is a buri adamah. So, you know, whether it's just designating the type of species or whether it actually has to be a bari priadama is a question, matter of you know question, and therefore, you know, I, I, I as a lechatchila, I would recommend people, you know, you finding a different type of, you know, just just for that one kazayas that you need at the uh, or the two kesayas, you know that you need at the seder, to buy one that is just grown
0: in the ground, normal soil. Boy, oh boy, I'll tell you, you know, we talk about how much easier Pesach has become. In some ways, there are certain things you have to be much more careful about. Whoever would have thought that there could be a lettuce in front of you that bracha is not Adama, but the bracha is actually a shahako. That's unbelievable. So, yes, it's easier these days to make Pesach, at least that's what we're told. Uh, But in some ways, you have to be much more careful about certain things. There are hotlines, by the way. Let's start with Larry and Ronnie and Jay Drugs. Uh, If people need a specific, and I wanna mention this now, Larry, because there are gonna be people who are tuning out in the next few minutes. They won't be with us for the latter part of the show. What's the best way for someone to reach Jay Drugs in Brooklyn, New York, and ask a question about a specific medicine?
3: They can send it to the Gmail account jdrugsrx at gmail.com jdrugsrx at gmail.com and we'll respond to their phylus. Uh, and that but, is... Uh, yeah. the, the real problem we having is that people are asking specific, specific brands of the generics. And again, due to the supply chain, those generics that were available last year or, in, or might be in the Best colel book or in the Blumenkrancis book, those companies are not available or they stopped making that generic. So... Um some of them some of them I don't want to say outdated, but the information that they have is um uh, you just can't get it anymore. There was just a big recall on the Lisinopril from uh from uh um uh from uh whatchamacallit. Uh not Teva, Uh so a couple of companies had problems uh, you know, where they recalled the medication due to the China issue. And um you know those companies are not available. They, you know, uh, just came off the
0: market recently. So that's interesting because someone on the Accord, app, someone, on the, uh, Accord
3: was on there, and Accord just had a tremendous recall on all their products.
0: Someone on the app actually said, "For regularly taken medication, is there an issue with generics, or is research needed into a particular brand?" So you're you're essentially. It, when, when, when? What advice are you giving people now that we're dealing with so many more generic items? Right, correct. We're dealing with more what we would call generic brands at this point. Right. Does it change? I, I, does it
3: change? I think we could, yeah, I think we could rely on what the rabbis were saying about if it's a prescription medication. Right. Um, that it's bekuach nefesh and they must take it, and the uh, amount of chamez if there is chamez in there is is manageable. So I, I, I would, you know. I mean, the rabbis, I'm making myself obsolete, unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> I, in, in addition it, to, we, yeah. I think we all depend on the rabbis for everything anyway. So um, I, I think this is a, a issue that they, they really have to ask their own.
0: No question about it. And, and again, we're not serving as rabbinic advisors for any specific person out there, but we should mention Rabbi Grunberg, Rabbi Schoenfeld, Rabbi Gersten, that there are methods of taking medication that, uh that, that. You know, move you far away from the traditional uh, method of eating. Let's put it that way, because there are rabbis who might recommend specific tablets, maybe to wrap them in paper or or use another method to you know completely um, regard it as not the normal way of eating. Rabbi Schoenfeld,
2: yeah, that's that's correct. I know some sometimes I'm not sure it's in this year, year's Passover directory, but in the past they <laughs> recommended in some cases wrapping it in paper. Um, I, I okay. That's a, that's an approach. That's an approach. Right. Uh, I, I think you could just get, end up sicker than you started with. But if it's in a pill and you're not and it's not a chewable, but it's in a whole pill and and you really have a chronic issue, the the it's a very very um, limited Shiloh, because uh, it's not derech achila. It's most of it is, is poisonous basically if you take it. Right. Um, and uh, and some type of uh, just a, a food. It's it's. It's poisonous. It tastes horrible, and it's in pill form. Very, very little Shiloh. Um So, uh, but again, those who want to be Mahmoud, they think or know that there's hametz wrapping in paper. call, it, call it.
0: Yeah, if you're able to do that, I, I would
1: just add also that the Reverend Shovel said that um, in the OU guide on page one thirteen, I see that nothing uh, was looking. Uh, but the, the, the OU gives their and this is these are the guidelines based on recommendations of Rabelski Zatzal and. I told him about medicines, and it says, like Rav said, that basically any pill, tablet, they're all inedible. None of them are a problem, um, and the issue comes mostly when it comes to the liquid medicines, and there are uh, suggestions about what to do with that too, how to dilute them. Of course, speak to a pharmacist. Here, you know, the rabbis, you know, have to, you know, have to, uh, you know, um, defer to the pharmacists on this one. Um, you know what? What methods are the best way of, you know, of, of doing of, you know, of taking care of the issue? But one of the ways that's possible to, to deal with a lot of the uh, liquid medicines, um, especially, you know, let's say you have a baby, you know, maybe they can put the medicine in the bottle, right? Um, you know, things like that. And if it's diluted, then, uh, it, you know, even if there would be plummets in there, we we know that there's there's two prohibitions, right? There's a prohibition of of sixty times, you know, less than sixty times, then it could be a a Torah prohibition. If it's less than sixty, it's only it's a rabbinic prohibition. Right. And um, you know, for a cholah, oftentimes that's sufficient. Is that if it's diluted enough, there's enough need, then then uh, long as it's um, you know within that. And and the sixty times I should mention isn't the whole medicine. It's just that chametz component or just that non-kosher
3: component, which is often. Yeah. Like uh, like Larry Birdman said, it's a tiny amount. Right. So uh, probably in in all the liquids, they have corn syrup, which would be, you know, a a kitneous problem. Um, There's not too much real hummus in any of these products. And if they diluted in, like you said, in a bottle, five mLs, probably out of that whole thing, less than, you know, uh, maybe one mL of that um, would be a... um, Uh, would be the corn syrup uh, component, most of it's water. Um, So um, if you, let's say, had one ml in a five cc um, uh, thing, if you put it in uh, uh, two ounces of water, you're more than uh, covered. It'll be that there'll be that one in 60 component that you're looking for. By the way, my son, uh, Andrew, uh, corrected me. It's not a cord, but a send that had the major recall. And I want to also say hi to my grandkids who are driving the car. <laughs> Listen to Nachum Hi, hi, Sophie, Ari, and Nate. Have a wonderful Pesach. His
0: name is Nate. Oh, uh, okay. I'm sorry, Did yeah. you said something me? I, I was just wondering about the name because made, the, because the only because the only Nate you know is Rabbi Nate Siegel, so it makes you perk up when you hear that. <laughs> Rabbi Gerst, <laughs> Rabbi Gerstin, is uh, OU is Coca Cola Kasher Pesach this year with the yellow cap, yes or no? Uh, yes, yeah, Di- diet so. Co- Diet Coke as well, and Diet Coke as well. Is there a Sprite or any other flavors or any I other ra- I'm aware of, That's it. I, it's just it's Coke, Coke and Diet Coke. Right. Ra- Rabbi Grunberg, if I was visiting someone in Jerusalem. And they served me uh, diet coke on Pesach. Uh, would that be an authorized uh, uh, hashgacha in Israel, or is this only in the United States? I I would I drink it. I know that's why I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> but there By is
3: the a... way, I saw, I saw a Sprite from Eric
0: Israel in the uh, supermarket Ooh. down here in Florida. Ooh, now we're talking. So, now we're talking. Yeah. Rabbi Grunberg, any <laughs> insight to uh, that? <laughs> In Florida, no. How but, about here? It, How about in it, had, it, had
3: on it, But it had a badatz in kosher Pesach.
0: Wait a second. We've gone through all the beautiful advantages of being in Jerusalem for Pesach. But Rabbi Grunberg, let's just review this for a moment. Are you telling me that unlike the United States where it's only Coke and Diet Coke, are you telling me we actually have Sprite here that's Koshua Pesach as well? Sprite, I never
4: drank Pesach, but I have to check that.
0: Do me a favor. Find out before Wednesday if you don't mind.
4: By the way, I'll give you a number of Ezra Friedman here in Eretz Yisrael, yeah, who could probably answer some some of the questions that you had before. That um,
0: about how to get a snack uh, item that's not kidney? you mean?
4: Yes, yes, I could give you that number.
0: Lay it on me, Rabbi. Yeah,
4: Yeah. let me let me pull it up here.
0: Is this for publication, or we're doing this privately? Uh, You want to just text it to me? I'll text it to you. Okay. So I shouldn't panic. There might actually be kosher pesach snacks for people who don't eat kidneys.
4: Yes, he may, he may have a uh, partial listing.
0: And, and if I could drink Sprite, he'll let me know.
4: Yeah, because he's the consumer educator here in um, in Yusro, Strong. he has a lot of that data.
0: I, Rabbi, I could see Rabbi Gersten. He's, he's, it's now hitting him that all he has is Coke and Diet Coke. <laughs> it's now hitting him that that's all he has available no, for his guests. And at the I, I also
4: want to comment what yeah. Rabbi Gersten said about the glazing on the fish. I have seen in... China, where most of the tilapia come from, uh, frozen salmon also, uh, soulfish, etc., and this ice glaze that they put on there, you know, the chemical that they put in there, I once was in a factory that the chemical itself had a actual hummus component in the chemical that they used in the ice glaze, you know, to prevent oxidation or Uh, But certainly, they use a lot of citric acid, which is corn based in the glaze, and ascorbic acid, or uh, well, sodium chloride, and you know, they mix it with sodium chloride, chloride, which is a you know, prevents the uh oxidation of the product of the material.
0: The rabbi Gersten, were you aware of this about the glaze before this show? That's what that's what what
4: he was referring
0: to. Oh, okay, I I, I said, you know, we, we recommend, therefore, that
1: before Pesach, you rinse off the fish that it, Just in case, um, right? You know,
4: because the there's, of... there's no there's no heat involved when they put on the glaze. It's it's a, it's a uh, they dip it in an ice and in that ice glaze they they have that uh, chemical.
0: With that in mind, can fresh Aldi or Costco salmon be used for Pesach? Would that be the same category as the target from earlier?
4: It should be. Yeah. If you wash it, if you wash it off, I don't see the difference.
0: Larry Birnbaum, listener Morty wants to know if Miralax is okay. Uh, yes, it is. There you go. Uh, Okay, so Rabbi Grunberg, you'll remember that uh, when you were doing this on a regular basis, you had an area of expertise, many areas of expertise that we were able to discuss every single year. Then when Rabbi Schoenfeld came aboard as the anchor of the Pesach Products Program, uh, the world discovered that the only way, the only way to find out definitive information about how to care for a pet over Pesach is to call <laughs> Rabbi Schoenfeld. There was no one else. Now the OU, those big shots on Rector Street. Now the OU have stolen Rabbi Schoenfeld's gig, and they have a whole thing on page 26 and 27 about all the different things you can give all these pets. Rabbi Schoenfeld, remember, remember the old days when you were the only one who was able to tell us what to do with a frog and a turtle and a lizard and a parakeet. And, the, and now the OU all of a sudden takes all your information and puts it into this two-page guide. I not know about humor or about Schoenfeld, but I'm outraged by this development.
2: Yeah, well, you know, flattery is, the, is uh, um, imitation of the best form of flattery. So, uh, <laughs> so
0: sorry. now, so now but you can read. Say, uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say you can read on page twenty six how to how to take care of your pet, but on page twenty seven, it literally lifts from the Schoenfeld Guide of Suggestions for Pets. Listen to this from my Schoenfeld for fish. Live frozen or freeze-dried worms or shrimp. Where we heard that before, Rabbi Schoenfeld.
2: Yeah, as a matter of fact, I took my grandchildren yesterday to the pet shop to buy a new
0: container. Exactly. Of, of, exactly. This is this is literally from the Siegel Schoenfeld book. It's amazing. <laughs> and, and then of course, but one thing we never discussed that's on this page, Rabbi Schoenfeld. Do you know what it says you should feed a snake on Pesach? This we never discussed on the air. You know what it says? Frozen, frozen mice. Frozen mice. Oh well, yeah, I hope, no, I hope nobody's eating breakfast while listening to this show. <laughs> Have your wife go shopping for that, <laughs> and then of course I,
2: I will tell you—you know—consult with your veterinarian first. That's all about all these things,
0: Rabbi Schoenfeld. Um, I hope that the—I hope it's already Thursday and Pesach is Wednesday night. I hope that there's a plan to clean the Schoenfeld Aquarium. I hope the plan is in place to clean the Schoenfeld Aquarium. Have we given that to the next generation yet? I, I thought there's
4: a rumor that Rabbi Schoenfeld will get rid of his fish. What? Is that true?
0: Uh, no.
2: When I moved, I ha- had to replace the fish, so I have a new aquarium full of different fish.
4: Okay. So much for the rumor.
0: And as Rabbi hey. Schoenfeld always reminds us, if you want to make sure you have no fish after Pesach, make sure to follow the guideline to get the frozen <laughs> right? or freeze-dried
2: worms. I once <laughs> had a finch, and I followed one of these guidelines for him. It said, feed it poppy seeds yeah. with a one day. <laughs> there we, <and> we go. <laughs> bird residue all over
0: the cage, and I, and I, and I buried my finch. I'll <sighs> tell you, nobody has rahmanas on these animals. Let's, <laughs> I, and, and what about the parakeets? It says here millet, cracked sunflower seeds, check the seeds before Pesach. If one would give the parakeet an eight day diet of millet and cracked sunflower seeds, or my there's a good chance they would survive the holiday.
2: I, I think so. Millet is actually known as a good substitute. Oh, thank goodness. As far as I know, Millet. Not every store has it. And some stores in Jewish
0: areas, yes, we have the Millet this year. We know you Jews are going to need it. And please, and please, as Rabbi Gersten always reminds us, do not consult the OU book when it comes to pets. Go directly to Rabbi Schoenfeld. He is the expert <laughs> on the matter, and he will tell you exactly what to do. Rabbi Gersten, am I quoting you properly?
1: Sounds no, good. But you should just know the author of this article, Rabbi
0: Leiki. Uh, uh, knows him. he's a he is a very big expert in animals seriously so, seriously
2: confirmed.
0: yeah yeah wow now yeah i mean we everyone everyone including him i'm sure knows i'm joking around uh but Rabbi Chaim like he does have a great article go to oupassover.org it's page 26 of the booklet, and even Rabbi Schoenfeld would agree that it's a good idea to read his article before you start worrying about your fish for Pesach, or, or any animal, or any animal, or any pet.
2: You no, know, yesterday Pesach. I was about to pull off fish larvae from, on the, on, the, on the they look like innocent enough, just fish larva, and use that for Pesach, and you know, it's, uh, it's in a container, yeah. and then I read the ingredients, and one of the ingredients is wheat flour, so, uh, but freeze-dried worms is worms only, freeze-dried, they look right. like little sprinkles, uh,
0: they like it. Hey, what can I tell you? No greater expert on the topic than you. Are all Cascade dishwasher pods good for Pesach? Now, remember, this is not a silly question, and I, I say it that way because sometimes when people talk about soap, toothpaste, et cetera, they have a certain opinion about just using a new bottle. But here, you're actually washing pesach dishes. Cascade dishwasher pods, rabbis, what do we say? It's, it's fine. They're all yeah. fine. Yeah, the Cascade is fine. Are, are there any? I mean, I assume all the major brands are fine, or we shouldn't say that. Yes. It's, yeah. Correct. Um,
2: by the way, Cascade is listed as such yeah. uh, OU certified products that do
0: not require OUP on page 72 Oh, that's good Oh, by the way, we should mention that There are a lot of OU products that do not need a specific or special OUP designation We should remind people about that Which page did you say, Rabbi Schoenfeld? 72. 72 is an example of that uh, with the Cascade. Um, All right, let's get to some of our email questions, then we'll we'll go back to the app in a moment. Let's see what we have here. These are some of the questions that came in in advance, meaning before this morning's show began here at JM in the AM. Uh, Our packaged wonderful – first of all, do we eat pistachios on Pesach? Isn't that amazing? I don't know this after all this time. Do we eat pistachios on Pesach? You could. I mean, it's a it's a nut. So, pack, packaged, wonderful, no salt pistachios. Can you, you just use them on Pesach, even if uh, if the if the ingredient list says pistachios and nothing else?
2: Right. And it has no BHT preservative, which could be. Yes.
0: I think most
1: pistachios are roasted. Um, usually, I mean, the OU has a list of many different brands of nuts that are acceptable, but raw. I don't. I don't know that they sell raw pistachios.
0: You'd think, right. of, you'd think at the age of you think at the age of thirty five I would already know the entire kidneyos list uh can you just go through it quickly when it comes to to nuts and legumes what are the traditional ones peanuts we do not eat correct
1: correct yeah a peanut is is really not a nut it's really a, a type of a bean anything else um, but but in terms of nuts so then those, that's a fruit really and it's therefore it's not it's not it doesn't grow together right. with wheat. Right. You know, it grows on a tree.
0: So, when, so we talk, when we talk about the conventional 2020, 2023 nut category, it's really peanuts are the only things to be concerned about. Correct.
2: Got it. Right. Ramosha famously felt that peanuts are not kidney. He was very strong about that, that peanuts are not kidney. But it the minute became to accept it, as assume that it is kidney.
0: And and they're in a shell, if fall, That's a separate issue.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Lipton. I would also go ahead point out that that um, you know just because the, the you know let's say vanilla beans, coffee beans. So even though it has the word bean, they're not they're not beans. Uh, they also are are they grow in a di- totally different way. They grow uh, co- coffee grows on a tree or bush. Um, it's not a it is not a kidney else, Therefore, we drink coffee. Imagine if, you know, but um, you know just because something looks like a bean has that shape. Doesn't automatically make it into a kidneyos. It has to be, what we would categorize as a type of a, of a legume. Yeah, like you said you string beans are are kidneyos, correct? String beans are. Yeah, they're actually different. Hug hugging about it because you know the, most of what you eat is the, is the shell. Is the you know what do you call the the string? And there's right. just a tiny dot of bean inside. Right. And therefore, I saw there are those who want to suggest that it should not be considered kidneyos. But I believe the, the standard minig is that we do consider.
0: Trust me. 12, trust me. Twelve months ago, I was a I was an expert in all of this stuff. But you know, you forget about it the, during the year. Um, the uh, Rabbi Schoenfeld. It sounded like Rabbi Gersten was about to suggest what life would be like if coffee was not available on Pesach. Did you catch that? Did you catch the hesitation in his voice? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. he? Is he? Is Rabbi Gerson? Uh, you, you could, Rabbi Gerson. You can come forward. You can come forward and talk about the uh, what mornings are like for you. Are you one of those people that must have a cup of coffee in the morning? Um, I, I, the truth is, I, I'm so busy in the morning, I probably don't get my coffee till about noon. <laughs> but you know, I knew it. I knew. I knew. I smelled the coffee addict. I knew it.
2: <laughs> but noon. T- I think it be very important to point out that these that these well-known brands do not require OUP. Folgers Nescafe Taster's Choice. There's a thing called Via. But what's the big news is that Folgers, Folgers even the decaffeinated, does not need uh, a hashgacha for Pesach.
0: Rabbi Grunberg, what about you? Ban coffee? Would you ban coffee? Need a hashgacha? You ban? I, I stick to Maxwell. House. <laughs> I think the first time Rabbi Shofel, Rabbi Grunberg and I did the show about thirty. Oh God, about thirty-eight years ago. I think that was 1980. One two two or right. three one of the first questions we got was you bad coffee <laughs> i'm like wow that's a, throw. Wow, that's a you throw. have a good memory well i just you know it's a throwback what can i tell you do anyway, you
4: remember who introduced me to your show that, that who initiated it
0: was it my brother you got it wow. speaking of nate wow yeah meanwhile we determined that um that rabbi gersten is going to look forward for his pesach morning coffee as are so many people in the audience, so please, folks, make sure you have the uh, the proper coffee for the upcoming holiday. Lipton decaf tea is it good for base off? Yes or no?
2: Um, I think Lipton actually is good. Even let me just uh, check that, but I do believe the Lipton even the uh, uh, oh gee um, even the decaffeinated. The uh, OU got out the Dafa yesterday yesterday. Rabbi Singer puts that together, and I think he did. Let's uh, see Lipton. Lipton uh, uh, just um, uh, uh, I I don't see it in the uh, OU book. I don't even see. I see Lipton, but it, it uh, Lipton tea, but it says the de- unflavored, not decaffeinated, and not herbal. Oh,
0: so it literally says not decaffeinated.
2: Yeah, but it could be that Lipton does have, uh, has an exception to it. I, Rabbi Singer got out something yesterday. It, it, you know, it came by email. Um, if it changes nothing, I'll, uh, if, it, if it is except, I'll email it to you. I appreciate that. If somebody has access to it now, one of our guys, they haven't gotten this. But, Here, um, here's, yeah. my,
0: here's my opportunity to prove to Larry Burnbaum that I did not go to pharmacology school. I can never pronounce these names. Meclizine and Metformin.
3: Uh, uh, both would be okay, not a problem.
0: Larry, how, a problem. how impressive was yeah. that pronunciation, huh?
3: I pronounced it very nicely. Well,
0: thank you very much. You're very welcome. <laughs> uh, let's see about this one here. Uh, go back to the emails for a second.
3: By the way, let me go back to Meclizine. Meclizine yeah. also comes chewable. So they, if they're taking the chewable Meclizine, I would uh, not use that. But they have the same strengths in a uh, swallow pill and just switch it over for the youngster for that. So if you're using meclizine in a chewable tablet, I would switch it over to the uh, oral swallow.
0: Interesting. That's a good piece of advice. Can balance – yeah, I'm sorry. Could you could you
4: pose that one I sent you on your WhatsApp to the rabbis?
0: Well, I certainly will, Rabbi Grumberg. I like the old days we couldn't do that. In the old days we couldn't share stuff off the air by Grunberg. These days the technology is amazing, isn't it? Unbelievable. Uh, before we get to Rabbi Grunberg's question, can Balance of Nature Dietary Supplements, which has an OU, be taken on Passover?
1: I, I don't have any information about the product. I don't know. It's not certified. I I I'd recommend the, the person, we should call the OU directly. Oh, how do they do that? The phone can, number. Yeah, what's the best way? Time? Yeah, so there's two ways to contact the OU. You could contact by phone. 212-613-8241. Again, that's 212-613-8241. Or you could email the questions to the OU at kosherq at ou.org. That's kosher, then the letter q at ou.org. Uh, those are the two easiest ways. There is also a um, there is also a chat uh, method. I, I'm I'm not so technical that I know how to do that, but it, it is listed somewhere in the guide here. About how to access the OU through some online method. Um, there are actually three ways to contact the OU, um, and then pose the question. I don't, I don't offhand have any answer about that product, uh, or you know whether it does contain any comments or is it kidney or but someone at the OU probably there could.
3: There is a vitamin. nature is a vitamin, so again, it might be you know if it has kidneys, they should leave it on the side and just skip the week um it, it's not one of those yeah. essential uh, vitamin you know like, products like,
0: like larry might. like larry makes me do with my slippery elm bark and with my uh and with my kyolic well i
3: like kyolic i'm not so ha- happy about the slippery elm, elm bark but okay <laughs> what's,
0: the, what's the other one oh and horse chestnut i take every day horse chestnut
3: and i know her.
0: you know what else i take every day and early on when I wasn't getting COVID for all those you know, initial months until Omicron when I finally got it, I always thought that this was God's way of sending me the refua before the Maka. I take zinc every day, Larry.
3: Yeah, that's a good one. That helped during the COVID.
0: That's right. I, I thought I'll never get COVID because I'm taking zinc every day. And then December of that following year came along, and boy, whew, it took me a few months to recover, frankly. All right, organic rice dream rice drink which I assume most people would call a rice milk, but the company probably has to call it rice drink. Organic, rice dream, rice drink. So it says the following. Can you find out if this product contains chametz gum or meaning real chametz? My baby can't drink milk. My rabbi said I can give him the rice milk on Pesach, but preferably to use a rice milk that doesn't have chametz Gummer, rabbis, do we know about Rice Dream and whether it contains real chametz?
2: That's addressed on page one twelve, and which says as follows: uh, milk substitutes only in shelf-stable, non-refrigerated containers. So it's a non-refrigerated container. Rice Dream Classic Original, uh, together with uh, almond breeze original, but Rice Dream Classic Original, uh, the OU has determined if uh, you can have that, and it does not contain chametz. Nice. Oh, and it's certainly, if it contains comments it's butler. You know, this is used for somebody who's ill or for a baby.
0: Separate kelim. Separate Kalem, yeah, right? S- separate vessels. Right. Will be kidneys obviously. Right. Um, true or false? This listener suggesting the only OU only lists products under its hashkacha. That's not true, right? Aren't, don't don't you have certain categories or industry names that that are not necessarily OU products? Or Am I completely wrong about that? No, in the OU booklet, it's only OU products. Oh, is listed. it? I didn't realize that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why we said in past years that there were exceptions to that, but hey, maybe I'm misremembering, as the case may be. Uh, Larry, Metamucil or Target brand fiber therapy that has a share all year round, what would you say about Pesach?
3: The fiber products are okay. Again, like they mentioned earlier, the Metamucil wafers are not to be used, but the Metamucil products are all okay.
0: Oh, good point. I forgot they have the
3: Mentioning the rice for the children, you also remember Ensure, uh, same type of thing where it's um, the Ensure is uh, it's a it, n- nutritional uh, product for seniors and um, also separate Kalem, keep it separate. I wouldn't wash, you know, if you put it, give them in a paper cup, you know, that type of thing. I wouldn't use the Pesach dishes. But uh, Ensure is also a product that uh, they need and uh, they should be able to use. And I
0: hear that Ronnie's joining us. I am Nachum. Good morning. Good morning to you. And thank you for listening to the Nachum Siegel Network all through the East Coast of the United States of America.
4: We listened all the way down our trip to Florida this year.
0: I know, and I'm touched by that, and you know I mean that. It's really wonderful. Costco aluminum foil pans, can they be used on Pesach, rabbis? Yes, it's
1: not not an issue.
0: None of those things are an issue. Well, I shouldn't say that because I started the show with the whole water thing thinking it wasn't an issue. I was completely wrong about that. Um, people want to know, I mean, this, I assume this is a general, you know, who owns stock in the company question, which is always never a problem. But again, I'm not a rabbi. Can you buy from stores during Pesach that are that are partially Jewish-owned, but obviously one would suspect never sold their hummets. I guess this is more of a post-Pesach question. In this case, the the question is, can we buy from Costco – even if it's partially Jewish owned, and I and I assume it's the well, you know what, rabbis, you're here. Go ahead and tell us. <laughs> it,
2: it, you know, there's always a list every year which stores you can buy from uh. and not buy from. Traditionally, Costco has been on that list that you can buy from. Um, I, I never knew it to be a
0: problem. I think pa-
2: Costco is a publicly traded company, right?
0: That's what I was. Is any majority
2: Jewish ownership? Uh, so uh, as far as I know, Costco is okay to buy
0: from. Lister mints. Larry, what do we always say about Lister mints on Pesach? Um, the strips, right? I mean, he means the strips. Lister strips. Eh? Um, I I would
3: say that they're probably okay. Okay. I have a good friend of mine that uh, likes them very much. It's probably <laughs> him sending in the question. Um, <laughs> um, Rabbis – I'm sorry. Go ahead. I would say that they're okay.
0: Rabbis, am I right that uh, we had a major Pesach? I'm being serious now. A Major Pesach at one point, one year, where one of our Torah giants permitted for Pesach. Wasn't that a big deal? Or am I? Am well, I? It, what the list the it? Yeah, strips? the strips. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, uh, I, I believe okay. so.
2: I don't, I don't remember it being taken up by big post.
0: Yeah, did it you? was. Am I Gersten? Am I right or wrong? I, I don't remember either. I, I'm wow. It's okay. List not.
2: The K okay went out. Um, uh, you there, Rabbi? Oh, there you are. Yeah. But I'm not sure if that, that applies still. I think they may even have retracted that.
3: Hmm. Oh, okay. Put them away then.
0: Well, no, I'm not sure. I, I, I honestly okay, think... I would
2: call the Huff K. They're the ones
0: who made the original statement.
2: And uh, uh, I would I would just call them. I used to know their number by heart. 201836-0100, something like that. But anyway, so they're in t Uh
0: Call them. Interesting. Um, I do want to point out there are a couple of things we always mention that have to be mentioned again. Rabbi Grunberg started this tradition with me. Rabbi Schoenfeld, one of the greatest sources for Dafyomi, and by the way, anybody studying the one-page-per-day Talmud study, congratulations, you've completed, or maybe you're waiting till Wednesday to complete Meseches Nazir. And tomorrow you start meseches sota. So we wish everybody hatslacharaba on Mesecha sota. Number one Rabbi Schoenfeld, do you know do you know people who are holding their nazir seum uh, until Wednesday of next week? Do you know people like that?
2: Oh, I didn't think of they I mean for the seum Yeah, that,
0: that happens every year. It, well, often enough every year
2: <clears throat> when the uh, the, the mesech is about to be completed, they they leave it for the, uh,
0: the next week. And I know in our shul they used to do that. Uh, the, other but, is, um, uh, the other question is, the uh, other question is not question, but the other thing I wanted to mention, because you always remind us, Rabbi Schoenfeld, that there are many wonderful sources for Dafyomi shiurim, Dafyomi lectures, and the OU has always had some of the great ones, right?
2: Oh, yeah.
4: Rabbi Elephant amongst
2: them. There you go. They have a whole roster
0: of great shiurim.
4: And finally. Uh, Can uh, I just add that my son just put out a safer on the first
0: of sotir? Rabbi Grumberg. it's amazing. It's am, it, the the things that come from your family just remarkable. So you're telling me <laughs> that Sota, which begins tomorrow, those who want to really get into it in depth can purchase your son safer and learn plenty about the first chapter of Sota. It's more than it's more than depth. Wow, that's quite a statement. Where we do we get prepare. it? Is it available on Amazon? Right now, only on 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 email direct. All right, let them email anyone, me. I'll, any, I'll anyone
4: could email me mgrunberg at ou and I'll be more than happy to send it out.
0: Or email me. Yes, I'll be more than happy to pass that on. Thank you. Our tradition of making sure people have great products in their home, are by Grunberg, great music, great Sfarim, right? It's our tradition.
4: Right, hundred percent.
0: We don't want people to. We don't want people to have the Pesach blues. We want them to have a great Pesach. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't play that today. Well, you? I didn't play it yet, but you know, we still have a little bit of time. Oh, usually it's the introduction. No! Rabbi, the Rabbi Rabbi Schoenfeld, do you hear what's going on here, Rabbi Schoenfeld? Uh, you know, he's, he's uh, out of, <laughs> been out of oh, It's the
4: It's the culmination of the show. <laughs> it's I the jet you. lag. It's the jet lag, Rabbi <laughs> oh, Grubberg, from China. Wow. What airline show What
0: show airline did you, you use from China to High Jerusalem? Na-
4: Hainan Airlines. They go direct right into the mainland and Amazing. The
0: other thing I wanted to mention, Rabbi Schoenfeld will be there. Rabbi Grunberg, no doubt, will be there. Rabbi Gersten, no doubt, will be there. I'm talking, of course, about Great Adventure for Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday Cholamoid. Rabbi Grunberg is going to be doing his usual bungee jumping. Rabbi Schoenfeld is going to be going on the Kinder (laughs) ride. And Rabbi Gersten, which is your preference? When you get to Six Flags, which which is the attraction that you're usually attracted to?
1: Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I hang out by the food stand. <laughs> I, mean,
0: yeah. I was I was literally just gonna say the kosher face of food. That's hilarious. Anyway, it's all happening Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. You can contact New Jersey NCSY. The easiest way is ncsygreatadventure.com, dot com. And no kid, and all kidding aside, all the rabbis and the Burnbaums support the incredible and amazing campaign that we started almost thirty years ago, which is to make sure to provide tickets for underprivileged children and their families it's fifty three dollars a ticket if you go buy one or four or ten or whatever number for families you go to ncsygreatadventure.com ncsygreatadventure.com and you click on uh donate tickets simple as that just click on the tab that says donate tickets because rabbi grumberg unlike when you and i started this venture decades ago having downtime for a youngster these days at any point even on chalamoid is a very bad idea I'm sure you agree with that. You'd much rather than be with 10,000 Jewish children at Great Adventure. Agreed. Here you go. Everybody, Schoenfeld, I would have a feeling you would agree as well.
2: Oh, certainly. Yep. <laughs> a
0: lot of dangerous stuff goes on these days when, when people, especially young people, have free time. There's just too much going on, too many yep. things, and that's why it's so wonderful, and I'm, again, being serious when I say this, so wonderful, and I'm sure everybody on this panel has seen it, when you see the young people taking charge of Daf Yomi and Mishnah Yomi and Halacha Yomi and developing groups that discuss Halacha and discuss Jewish concepts and and pass around Jewish information. It could be in a 30-second snippet. It could be in a full sheer. And these types of groups are going on all around the world every single day and growing and growing and growing. And those are the types of things we want our kids occupied with. Those are the types of things we want them to surf through and to become viral etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. And Robert Schoenfeld you have to admit that even with the difficulties that I just alluded to earlier with the free time, it must be a great feeling to see the subsequent generations getting involved in what I just described.
2: hundred percent. It's uh you know, a lot of us our, our gener- this generation is, is spending time in Irish type, but there is so much available and so many of them and they're doing they do it. Take do do take advantage of yeah. this. It's a great, great
0: thing. Really is amazing.
2: Use 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 the uh, technology all for great purposes, and it's out there.
0: Hundred percent, and a lot of I'm I'm I am so thrilled with so many um, times when I hear about kids who are using it for that reason. All right, okay, a couple of last minute things here as we go back to the app for a moment. Uh, granulated sugar does it require a special ashkacha for pesach?
2: Not white sugar. White white cane
0: sugar does not require. Is there <laughs> is there a green tea that's okay? A green
2: tea. Well, you know, um, Sweet Touchney makes a.
0: Uh, do they have uh, a green tea? An herbal tea. It's, it's an herbal tea, correct? Right, herbal tea, right?
2: Yeah. So uh, Sweet Touchney um, makes herbal teas. Not most of the herbal teas, even Lipton or whatever, most of them are not acceptable. But you have to look for uh, for an OUP. And I and I do believe that brand name, Sweet Touchney, uh, is uh, again, it's a shame because Rabbi. Uh, Rabbi uh, uh, from the OU. uh Oh man, I, I forget his name. Monty, help me out, Rabbi, Rabbi Singer. Rabbi Singer, yeah, got out this list. It was an eternal list, Um but I, I and he and he uh, got out which teas are acceptable, without any special ashkacha, on which herbals. And I believe and I believe well, the one that comes to mind is sweet touch
0: <clears> tea. <throat> Finally, um uh, Larry, Maxi Max Supreme. Um,
3: Maxi Health put out a little issue saying that all their products have issues. There's a couple products that they say is okay, um but that was not one of them. Uh, so again, that's something that you would should put away,
0: right. And if you feel you can't, discuss it with your local rabbi. Um, A big thank you to Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum. My apologies about the technical stuff earlier, but hey, we're all 6,000 miles away from each other. So thank God we're able to do this. I guarantee you when Robert Grunberg and I were together the first time doing this, we were not able (laughs) to to do this in this manner. Uh, To the Birnbaum's, Larry, remind everybody about how to do the last-minute questions uh, regarding medications. Where should they email?
3: jdrugsrx at gmail.com. Um, the store has a full line of Adwi products, uh, kosher Pesach, uh, some, uh, Adwi cosmetics came in finally. Um, but, uh, Baruch Hashem also, um, on Avenue N and, uh, East 34th street. I have the full Pesach line over there. Plus over there there's, uh, they have like even extra stuff for Pesach, like tins and blacks. And, uh, I brought some of that other stuff over because there's no one in the neighborhood that really has that, uh, stuff locally. Nice. Um. Uh, and, uh, and um, you know, I'd like to uh, give you a, a personal shout-out because I drove Tuesday for 11 hours straight. Oh, wow. And I want you first station was on full-time. Sometimes, you know, you get that, that urge to flip the channel. I don't like this song. I don't like what's going on, you know. Uh, um, you know, but the whole time, I, I just commented to Ronnie when we turned off the car uh, in South Carolina saying, you know, we didn't change the channel once. So it was really just enjoyable. Just all the music was spot on, uh, excellent to drive to. And I'm sure people all over the world will enjoy your music all over uh, before Pesach and during.
0: Thank you so much for that.
2: Well, can I just throw in uh, regarding that tea. Uh, <clears throat> Wasatsky brand, famous Israeli brand of tea, has a whole line of herbals and green tea. And it's on page 84 in the directory, Wasatsky. All OUP certified. We
0: should, we should mention the OU directory is available at oupassover.org, yet another development of uh, recent years. oupassover.org. You can see the entire thing, if it didn't arrive in your mailbox, but I'm sure tens of thousands of people did get it in their mailbox like we did, uh, OUpassover.org. So again, a big Chag uh, kosher of to Ronnie and to Larry, to Rabbi Schoenfeld. By the way, Rabbi Schoenfeld, you were just like me, because it was right after the fire last year, just like me, you were not at full strength last year when we did our Pesach show, and this year you sound phenomenal. So I'm, uh, I'm very happy to see how vigor and how uh, strong you are and how you're ready for the big holiday.
2: That's true. Last year, I ended up uh, the, the second days on in the hospital for 10, 11 days with pneumonia. Baruch Hashem, uh, I'm, I'm doing well now.
0: Yeah, you look great, and you sound yes, great. And, uh,
4: Can yes. We take this opportunity to wish you and Stacy and Tamima and Yeshua a tremendous mazel tov. Thank,
0: Thank you, Rabbi. We'll see you at the right. big wedding, Rabbi. a Can't wait to dance with everybody, Grimberg. Maybe, he, maybe, he, maybe if, we'll maybe if, we'll zoom, if Rabbi. If you need a lift? Let me know. Yeah, you'll lift me on your shoulders. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll zoom, Rabbi Gersten, Rabbi Schoenfeld, in to do a little dance together. Who knows? You never know what may happen. Know, that's in,
4: right. In, instead of the bungee jumping at the uh, no, 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 no,
0: no. Now that now that it's obvious that you're going to be in Israel for Pesach, we will replace you at the bungee jump with Rabbi Gersten, <laughs> who's now responsible <laughs> to do the bungee jumping next Monday with our friends from New Jersey. And so, Rabbi Gersten, I hope you'll take the first couple of days of. Pesach to rest up for the big event on Cholamoid. No,
1: yeah, I'm looking forward.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Rabbi Gersten, Rabbi Schott, and Rabbi Grubberg, thank you so much for okay. all of your uh, incredible pre-Pesach. Rabbi Gersten, remind everybody of the phone number and the email address for their oh. last minute Pesach questions. Right, so
1: the Kasha's hotline is up and running, and they have multiple people answering the phones. It is at full blast. The phone number is 212-613-8241. Again, it's 212-613, as in 613 mitzvahs, 8241. Um, You could also email, for those who don't have, you know, uh, the time to stay on the phone, it's kosherq at ou.org. There's also um, a chat at oukosher.org. Um, and you have to know how to do that chat thing. So, yeah, <laughs> that, uh, for know, those
0: who know to do the chat thing,
1: follow up. I don't know what that means even, but it is listed <laughs> here as one of the options. You could chat
0: with you. Follow up and take advantage. A special thank you from all of us to Avrami. Avrami saved us. The technical glitches of the first few minutes are behind us. We had another wonderful Pesach products. Program. brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Rather than the web at AchimSingle.com on the AchimSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. And that wraps up an incredible, amazing Thursday here at JMAM. Full Thursday, you know what that means. It means don't touch that dial. All the great program is, cu- is coming up all day long. Tomorrow, we are scheduling a weekly update for tomorrow at 2.40 p.m. Israel time, 7.40 a.m. New York time. We are scheduling a weekly update. Hopefully things will go all right. As we prepare for the off-roof, we'll hopefully have the time in the afternoon to clear the schedule and get the weekly update on. Make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, I'll come to Single reminding you: remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.